It's that time we talk NFL with Mark Schlereth from NFL and Fox 104.3. The fan and the man they call Stink joins us now here in the Arizona Sports Line. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Uh, just when we thought they were out completely, the Cardinals pulled us back in somewhat with a win over a depleted Los Angeles Rams team. They're 4-6, and six, Mark. Uh, they haven't been very good this year, but when you look at the landscape of the NFC, you can't eliminate them, can you? Uh, well, I can, but uh, <laughs> you guys got to keep hope alive. I, I, I mean, I can, I can eliminate. Hey, listen, they're a talented football team. They really are. They're a, they're a talented football team. They've got a lot of talent that's going to keep them in close games and uh, against good teams. They'll lose those close games. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, and that's you know that's the way I think they're built. So um, yeah, but you know keep hope alive. Maybe they'll catch on fire, and uh, maybe good things will happen. But I just again, you know, I look at that offense, and I think there are some things um, that are elementary to the NFL that don't exist in that offense, and therefore, I don't think you can consistently win games. Um, by by playing like by by being part of an NFL offense, it, it like you can't consistently hope to win games when you're relying on big plays, mm-hmm. when you're relying on off schedule plays, when you're relying on your quarterback to scramble around and make fourteen guys miss, and then chuck one down on a fifty fifty ball and D hop to go up and get it, and then shake loose from a tackle and score a touchdown. Yep, that that's not an offense, that's a wing and a prayer. And you cannot win in this league when you operate structurally in that realm. That is very well said. Now, coming out of last week's game, so Colt McCoy comes in, and it was more of the dink and dunk, and they were playing a Rams team that disengaged very, very quickly and, and clearly didn't have enough quarterback to pose much threat, so so we need to recognize that. But the ball came out very quick with Colt McCoy, and they got a victory. Do you think? How do you think that's playing in the locker room um, for guys who, who may be tiring of the other guy or or maybe just mm-hmm. want to want to keep that kind of motivation Joe going. How does that play out in an NFL locker room typically? Well, I think I think you look at it and you say, "Hey, man, if we could be on schedule more and we could play a little bit more like this, the ball's out quickly." Like there's, like the one thing you want to be able to do is mitigate the the disaster that is playing up front and throwing it 42 times, right? Uh-huh. Yep. And there are different ways to do that. Um, one of the ways that you do that is you you run the football. And you consistently run the football. And then you set up your play action, you know, your run action stuff. So run I, 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 I categorize play action in two categories. There's play pass, and then there's run action. So it's you fake the handoff, every guy's coming off like it's a run, and then you set up and you throw the ball, right? That takes pressure off you as an offensive line. Then the play pass stuff is where we keep seven guys in, and we're running, you know, we're running, um, so we're running, you know, two and three man route combinations out of that. That's, that's the play pass stuff. And then, you know, the screens and the bubble screens and the things of that nature. So can I take, if we're going to throw it 35 times, can I get that down to about, 12 times where my offensive line has to hold up. And if you can structure it that way, you can be pretty good. right? And Colt McCoy gives you that because the quick pass, hey man, if I know the ball's out on a five-step drop, 
and I can actually upkick or, or be aggressive on a five-step drop, that's just another tool in my tool belt to help me win. But like those are the things that don't happen when your quarterback says, no, nah, I don't see that or I don't want to throw that, and I'm going to scramble around and try to make a bigger play. Uh-huh. Um, because it's very hard to stay on schedule that way. Yeah. <laughs> we saw, uh, we're talking with Mark Schlereth, NFL on Fox 104.3, the fan in Denver, as we do every Wednesday. Um, you know, even though it's only one game with Colt McCoy, everything was structured, it was smoother, but one thing was still lacking, and that was the presence, Mark, of an on-schedule big play. The Cardinals have been notoriously bad at creating big plays down the field. Um, yeah, I think they have their longest pass through 10 games is 38 yards. Is that a, a, a function of design? Is that the, the quarterback's responsibility? Is that just a, an offense or play caller and quarterback combination being too uh, deferential to what the defense is doing? A combination of all of those things? I, I think yeah. we've seen it somewhat league-wide, but it's, it's kind of frustrating to watch. Yeah, well, league-wide, you've got to understand that everybody's playing more of a shell, you know, cover four, cover, you know, cover six. So they're more of a shell defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're basically saying you got to throw it underneath and we're going to rally up and make tackles. And uh, we don't believe that you can put eight or ten plays together without shooting yourself on in the foot, without having a holding call or without having a an offsides or an illegal man downfield, right? And defenses are right for the most part. <clears throat> like and the illegal man downfield is like the, the number of penalties and the RPO yeah. game with those guys getting down the field uh, is ridiculous. Um, like we, we, I think through seven weeks, we already surpassed the number of those penalties we had all last season. Wow. So, you know, you're always first down at 15 and that's a hard, that's a hard place for an offense to operate. So that's, you know, that's a real issue. Um, I think, I, I really think that, being in shotgun, the majority and all these offenses that have tried to transition to be in shotgun, one, you eliminate 30, 40% of the runs that you have. The play action stuff, like from shotgun, several things happen to you as a defense. Shotgun, when I hand the ball off in shotgun, it takes about two tenths of a second or so longer for the back to get to the line of scrimmage. So my O-line has to hold up for two tenths of a second longer. It also allows a defense to play from high to low, meaning your linebackers can get another yard, yard and a half, two yards of depth. So you're already taking away, you know, the the high-low reads that you try to get everybody engaged in. You've already eliminated part of that through alignment. Mm. So it, it eats up some of your passing game, and we can still play the run because we can see it from being a yard or, or, or two yards back further. We can see it. Then the other thing that happens in in shotgun is you never turn your back as a quarterback to the defense. Yes. When you turn your back to the quarterback of the defense, all of a sudden the ball is hidden. Yeah. Is it a handoff? Is it not a handoff? It makes dudes react. It makes them stop their feet. And when they stop their feet, that's when I get a post snuck behind a safety, and that's where we score on the big play. Because we ran the ball, we got under center. You know, the other thing that you never get in shotgun is you never use snap count as a weapon. Snap count is a weapon. It's a weapon. And you can use it to your advantage if you're under center. When you're not under center, when you're in shotgun, the only thing snap count, the only thing you do is, is the only thing snap count does is, is get the ball snapped. It's not a weapon. Yeah. I can't use it in shotgun. So 
So there's just a there's a lot of things that that to me are endemic problems in the NFL as far as offense is concerned because we have adopted this shotgun everything college scheme um, in a lot of places. I'm seeing it here in yeah. Denver. It's, it makes me want to puke. Yeah, and so, we, we, um, we're living anyhow, it here too. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's a lot of inherent problems. Um, with the way that, that NFL offenses try to run everything out of gun. All right, speaking of Denver, how crazy is it getting around your football team? <laughs> Dude, it's unbe- it's, it is unbelievable. And then with Jeff Saturday getting hired, I mean, there's like a campaign to get me as the head coach of the Denver. I'm like, I'm not lobbying. I've got, I like, I, I have plenty of jobs. I'm not lobbying. Nathaniel Hackett's a buddy of mine, but I'm like, I'm not lobbying for a job. I, I just, it's unbelievable what's going on here. Well, we know they take their football pretty seriously in Denver, so we'll definitely take your word for it. Yeah. Mark, always a pleasure. Thank you, Mark. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great one.